if God does not speak to you, it doesn't matter what I say, nothing will happen to you. But I wanted to talk to God. Tell him to speak to you this morning. Tell him you have come to him. Whatever he has laid on the heart of his servants, let it be said. In the name of Jesus. Oh Jesus. Father, we thank you. We give you praise in the supreme name of Jesus Christ. Let somebody say amen. Why don't you put your hands together you, and you may be seated in heavenly places. Hallelujah. Okay. You know, the month of, um, the first week in the month of October is, um, is the month that we honor our prophet. Hallelujah. And um, our prophet is Bishop Dakiwan Mills. Hallelujah. And I want to give you some understanding why this is done. Okay? So I'm going to share once again from one of the prophet's books. Those who honor you. Okay, these are, these are precious and priceless um, materials that you should get. Hallelujah. Are you here? Now, let's look at the scripture. And I want you to listen very carefully. When you come here and we tell you anything that is not in the Bible, please don't do it. Anything that is not scriptural, please don't do it. We will do our best to, to line up with scripture. And anything that you see that it lines up with scripture, please, whatever on earth it takes to do it, please do it. Hallelujah. Please do it. Because that is life. Your life, your life, is in the word the word is life the bible says that in the beginning was the word the word was with god and the word was god in him was life in the word was life so when you receive the word and you walk in the word you are walking in life. Which life? The life of God. Hallelujah. And he says that the, his life, which is in the word, that life becomes the light of men. Hallelujah. Yeah. If you walk in darkness, you know what, what happens to you? Yeah. Yeah. Dangerous. Everybody needs light. The only reason why I buy, I buy fuel from Shell is because I like the way the place is well lit. Uh, when I compare that to all the filling stations, the place is 
lit. I like light. Hallelujah. Light is important. And light is in the word. Hallelujah. Light is not in the opinion of men. Light is in the word. Okay? People can express their opinion. And they have the right to. But any opinion that does not line up with scripture is bogus. Do you know bogus? Check the word bogus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So I want you to listen to this very carefully. Okay, as we go. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 13, verse number 7. Very short, so listen very attentively. What is bogus? Bogus. Do you know bogus? Fake. <laughs> Artificial, not real. Is what? An imitation. It's not real. Okay? Anything that doesn't line up scripture is bogus. Yeah. Sometimes I hear people, they speak with such passion. With such passion, such expressive words. And they, 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 they understand English. Hey, they could speak eloquently. But when I, when I listen to the content of what they are saying, I realize that it cannot hold water. They are just expressing emotion. Emotion that does not line up with scripture is bogus, it has no life. Yeah. Hallelujah. Let your passion, eh? Let your passion have life. <laughs> so, in other words, be passionate about is it be passionate about the word. Okay? Not just don't just be emotional. Be emotional about the word. It makes your passion have life. Yeah. Recently, I had somebody, I had some people, um, they were talking about a certain man of God. And they said that the man of God had killed his wife. Is it one of the things I don't like? Eh? Don't talk to me about a man of God negatively. I beg you. I won't like you. Yeah. And, and the person who said that was, is very close to me. So I, I, asked, I asked the person. I asked the person. Were you standing there? What color of dagger did he use? Were you standing there? When he was killing his wife, and what did you do? Said, eh, 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 and 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 they said, and they said, and and they said, I said, who said? So why did you choose to believe what they said? They said, but if it is not true, they they wouldn't have said it. Yeah, I said, really. So, does it mean that Potiphar's wife, eh? Potiphar's wife, who held the shirt of Joseph, eh? 
and said that Joseph tried to rape her. So it is true, isn't it? Isn't it? Anything that anybody says is true, is that not it? Now they couldn't speak again. And I said, look, I, I hate this. Don't talk against a man of God. I hate it. When you don't have evidence. When you have heard. You say, oh, this person is close. <laughs> oh, this person is this. Oh, so whatever they say, it must be true. No. The Bible says that touch not my anointed. Touch not my anointed. Do not do my prophet's harm. Don't. Don't. You don't like the consequences. You will not like it. I'm going to, re- I'm going to show you a scripture today. Okay? I'm going to show you a scripture today. That scripture must help you to honor anybody who carries the spirit of God upon him. Hallelujah. Now listen, this is our... This is our key scripture the foundation scripture to this are you listening are you watching do you have bibles listen you must have bible so uh, you have bible uh-huh. you have bible you have bible you don't have bible why you have bible yes open the bible romans chapter 13 verse 7 you know how to open to romans help him help him to open to romans where's your bible no bible no Bible. Are you a Christian? Are you sure? Please. Don't say that, oh, when I come, they will project the scriptures on the screen. So there's no need to have a Bible. You, what you are telling me that you don't have a Bible. You don't read your Bible. so That's what you are telling me. So everybody, you must have a Bible. Yeah. I'm tempted to stop this thing, projecting this thing on the screen. Then I'll read. Because I have a Bible. I have, I'm your pastor. I have a Bible. Mm. I've read this morning. I've read my Bible. <laughs> you get it? Some of you haven't read your Bible today. You say, oh, Sunday they'll preach in church, so it's okay. God understands. God doesn't understand. Yes. <laughs> this book of the Lord shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou, thou, shalt, thou shalt meditate upon it upon it day and night thou shalt meditate upon it day and night day and night day and night day and night hallelujah that thou mayest observe to do according to all the all the what all that is written therein for then what thou shalt make thy way what prosperous and thou shalt have what good success good success Hallelujah. Good success. You see, my confidence in following the scriptures is that as I do it, I will prosper. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it is that I'm following. But I, as long as I'm following what is in the scriptures, even if it has nothing to do with prosperity, I know that I will prosper. I know. Hallelujah. Okay, so so read it. Your success. <laughs> your success is is inside this. 
Somebody, some of you, you read only your school books. Yeah. Or you want to improve upon your, your, your career or something. That's, these are the only things you read. Yeah. And I know, look, I know people who have been, they have been doing these professional, professional things for a long time. Yeah. It doesn't take that to prosper. That one, it gives you a salary. Nobody ever succeeds or prospers on a salary. I dare you, show me one person, one person you know, who has succeeded or prospered because of the salary they received. Huh. Your school will give you salary. <laughs> you went to school, you learned something, it's great. It will give you salary. But it does not guarantee your prosperity. Your prosperity comes by the blessings that God places on your life. <laughs> the blessing of the Lord maketh rich. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich. The blessing of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord. That is what makes rich. The, your, the blessing of the Lord. That is what makes rich. And adds no sorrow. Hallelujah. So, so grant the blessing of the Lord from the word. Are you here? Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Blessed. Blessed. It means that anybody who does not walk in the advice of ungodly people, that person carries a blessing on your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One day, a certain lady, a certain couple, they were having problems. And they came to me, the husband came to me to talk to me about it. And that he's fed up with what the wife was doing. So he wants to leave. I said, no, don't go anywhere. You don't do that. You have just come to tell me the thing. You are leaving. No. Call your wife for me. I want to talk to your wife. Then the wife came. So I said, I asked her, why are you doing this to your husband? Why are you doing this to your husband? This is what your husband said you are doing. Is, is that the case? Yeah. And she said, she said, yes. So I said, why do you do that? Do you know what she said? She said that my uncle said, my uncle said, my uncle said, people from this tribe, this is what you do to them. My uncle said, my uncle said, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Blessed, you are blessed, you are fortunate. You are, you are happy. You will be happy. Blessed. You carry a blessing. Your life carries a blessing. Hey. Uncle said, do this to anybody who comes from this particular tribe. This is how you treat the person. And she walked in that council. But cursed is anyone who walks in the council of the ungodly. Yeah, she lost her marriage. Yeah. He walked out. Is that a blessing? No. It's not a blessing. So when you walk in the word, 
your life becomes blessed it's not what i said it's what the word says blessed is the man who does not walk can you give me nlt 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 blessed is the man who does not walk nlt says so oh the joy the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked it's not every advice that you follow the advice of the godly is what you follow you get it yeah please that's why i'm saying that when you hear anything that we see from the scriptures embrace it embrace it don't sit there and say that oh this scriptures is somebody's opinion i was i was one i was once chatting with a lady from a certain church and you know as as we were chatting she passed a comment that shook me you know what she said do you want to know should i tell you what she said are you sure you want to know yeah i was shocked i was shocked we were talking about virtuous woman and then she said that oh this proverbs chapter 31 thing oh it is somebody's opinion why should why should we strive to attain it it is somebody's opinion yeah. i also have my opinion when i marry i share the chores with my husband i cook he cooks i wash he washes i clean he also cleans yeah yeah i work you work so what was it yeah we are the same yeah so if i cook for you to eat when i'm also not there you must cook you must not wait for me to come and cook or i should cook and put in the fridge for you then no you must also cook you don't know how to cook come i'll teach you to cook and cook yes then i told her you can't marry me you can't marry me no 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 this your nonsense will not be he can't he can't live in my house yeah <laughs> he can't this can't live in my house yeah because the bible has said that you see you a man and a woman they are not equal they are not the same they are not the same pastor are you are you are you are you are you are you chauvinistic you are calling me you are calling you are saying i'm chauvinistic I believe what the Bible says. You see, the man is the head. Is the, the woman is not the head. The man is the head. Yes. The man is the head of the family. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah. Accept it. That's what the Bible says. Hallelujah. So don't sit there and say that, oh, it's somebody's opinion. You would never be blessed. Yeah. That lady has not been able to have one successful relationship. Not one. Not one successful relationship. Not one. Every relationship breaks. The men look at her. They look one, they two, one, two, two, three, Charlie, I'll see you later. Alligator. I'll see you later. Oh. About three or four relations. Everybody has checked out. <laughs> 
the main checkout. Yeah. Believe God. Now listen. Very short. Listen. You see. Render therefore to all their dues. Render to every, to all their dues. Tribute to whom tribute is due. Custom to whom custom is due. Fear to whom fear is due. And honor to whom honor is due. Do you understand? Listen, this scripture suggests that it is not everyone who is due of honor. It's not everyone. It's a give honor to whom honor is due. It is not everybody. So you must know those who, you must know those who qualify to be honored. Yeah. It's not everybody who qualifies for tribute. You don't give tax to everybody. Do you give tax to everybody? No. You, at least if you're a responsible citizen of, the, of this country, you pay your tax to the government. Do you understand? Yes. You don't pay your tax. Who else can you pay your tax to? Eh? To yourself. Tax to yourself. <laughs> Dr. Henry says tax to yourself. Do you get it? It is, it is the government the government is deserving of your tax. Forget about what they do with it. <laughs> yeah, you forget about it. You got it. If, if, if you don't do it, you are disqualified from even talking about it, what they do with it. Yeah, because you are as wrong as they are. So you pay your tax. Me, I pay my tax every month. Yeah, I pay, I pay, I pay all my taxes. Yeah, I don't owe them. I don't owe the government. I'm a good citizen of Ghana. Yes, I pay all my, all. Yeah, even though I have no road to my house. Look, there are times that when I'm going home, it rains. When I'm going home, I have to pack on the way and sleep. Because there's no way. In the morning... Then you see people come with sand and come and fill some part of the road where we can now drive. Yeah. We, we, I can't. I have no road. But taxis are supposed to be used to uh, construct road. Yeah. You know. But I don't mind. I still pay my tax. Do you understand? So when you hear me lambasting people, you, are, you must understand. I can bring my tax. When I go and I say, give me my tax certificate, you see that it's there. Do you understand? So I'm saying this thing to say that it is not everybody who is due of what? Of honor. Because it says that give honor to whom honor is due. In other words, give honor to those who deserve to be honored. So it is not everybody who deserves to be honored. But there are some people who deserve to be honored. So fish out those who deserve to be honored and give them the honor that is due them. Hallelujah. Yeah, you are free to clap if you want to clap. It's, it's free. You don't pay. Do you get me? 
Do you understand what I'm saying? Listen. When you honor, your honor gives life to relationship. Whoever, whoever it is who is deserving of your honor, when you give the honor, you give life to the relationship that you have. When you don't honor whoever you are supposed to honor, it kills that relationship. Hallelujah. So when you honor God, because you are supposed to honor God, when you honor God, it, it brings life to your relationship with God. If you honor Jesus, it brings, it brings life to your relationship with Jesus. If you honor the Holy Spirit, it gives life to your relationship with the Holy Spirit. If you honor your pastor, it gives life to your relationship with your pastor. Honor gives life to relationships. Honor gives life to relationships. Dishonor kills relationships. It kills relationships. Hallelujah. Are you here? Now, I want to, I want to take it one by one and, and, and explain to you. Number one is our Heavenly Father. Okay. I told you, you have to know who deserves, who is deserving of my honor. Because you give honor to whom honor is due. You give honor to whoever deserves your honor. So you must know who deserves my honor. So I'm trying to help you by fishing out those who are deserving of your honor. Number one is your heavenly father. Hallelujah. Number one is God. God the father. God the father. He's deserving of your honor. He deserves your honor. Hallelujah. Are you here? Are you here? 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse number 30. 1 Samuel chapter 2, and verse number 30. Wow. Are you here? What does it say? Therefore, wherefore, wherefore the Lord God of Israel saith, I said indeed that my house and the house of thy father sh should not walk before me forever. Should walk before me forever. But now the Lord saith, be it far from me. Hey, for them that honor me, I will honor. And they that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. Them that honor me, I will honor. The first person who is deserving of your honor is your heavenly father. Hallelujah. The creator of the heavens and the earth. The one, the one who made man. He made you and breathed into you life. The breath of life. And man became a living being. Your creator. He's the one, he's one of the major people who is deserving of your honor. Hallelujah. And God has vowed that anybody who honors him, he would honor the person. 
and anybody who dishonors God, that person will be lightly esteemed. Are you here? Oh, are you here? Did you know that? Did you know that many Christians they honor their relatives more than God? Yeah. They honor their wives more than God. They honor their husbands more than God. Yeah. Many believers. Many believers. But that is a mistake. God expects you to honor him. Anybody who dishonors God, God is God, God's reaction is not desirable. God reacts to anyone who dis, dishonors him. Hallelujah. I pray that you will not encounter the displeasure of God by dishonoring him. Are you here? If you think I am lying, eh, the day you see a certain man called Eli, Eli, you can ask him what happened to him when he, he honored his children more than God. He refused to put his children in order. <laughs> he allowed them to do whatever they had to, 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 to dishonor God. He didn't, want to, he didn't want to endure the displeasure of his children. So he was not strict on them to do the things that please God in the temple. Yeah. Yeah. He died. Yeah, he died. God reacts to dishonor. He, he, he will react. <laughs> he reacts. Yeah. Your life, one of the... One, don't forget. One of the... You see, when we are doing these things, we, we easily forget God. Somewhere, somewhere, we all assume that, oh, ask for God, dear. Uh, oh, ask for God. No. But you must deliberately and intentionally honor God. Yeah. Ellie couldn't control his children. Yeah. They, they were messing up. They were, they were touching things they shouldn't touch. And you only stand there and talk. Oh, don't do it. Oh, don't. Oh, don't do that. Oh, no. There are times that you must move away. You must move further from just talking to acting. Yeah. Yeah. Some of us, our children, we, we only talk. Oh, don't. Uh, you don't do that. Don't go here. Don't go here. Don't do that. Don't do that. When they ask you, ah, but why are your children do that? Oh, I've been telling them, oh, they shouldn't do it. Listen, it, it, will, not, it will not excuse you. Hmm? Apart from talking, you have to act. Eh? You have to act. Because action speaks louder than words. So act and place them. Let the people know where they are supposed to be. When you do that to honor God. Yeah. You do that to honor God. Hallelujah. In my house, when you wake up in the morning, you must have your quiet time. Yes. You, you, you must have your quiet time. 
<laughs> you must. My children, seven year old, nine year old, twelve uh, year old. You you must have your quiet time. Yeah. You wake up, you brush your teeth, you pick your Bible, and go and, and, and go and go and sit down, and read your Bible, and write. If you think you are just reading your Bible, you'll be shocked. You have to come and you have to come and tell me what you learned from the Bible. Or my wife, whoever is around, you must go and tell, this is what I learned from the Bible today. <laughs> yeah. What to you if you don't? <laughs> oh, I told them to read. I've been telling them more every day. Read your Bible. Have your quiet time every day. I've been telling them more. I don't know why they don't know, but me, I've been telling them. Me, I've been telling them. Yeah. You will not be excused. They are not doing it. Why? Hey. I'll step in your pick your Bible, sit down. Don't what why sit down and read your Bible. Sit down, read. I'm waiting for you. When you finish, come and tell me what you have learned. Yeah. Pick the Bible. He said, I lost my Bible. Don't worry, I'll buy you another Bible. Get you another Bible. Yeah. Get you another. If I wanted to, I'll give you my Bible. Go, go and have it. Yeah. I don't just talk. I act. <laughs> I act. You don't act. You regret it tomorrow. Yeah. That's what Eli did. They were messing up with God in the temple. Touching what they are not supposed to touch. Dealing with things they are not supposed to deal with. And he was looking at them. And was only talking. Oh, stop it. Oh, don't do that. Oh, don't do that. Go to the temple and stop and throw them out of the place. And let them know that this is consecrated. And no man is supposed to deal with it even though you are my children. Do it to them. Yeah, and God will know that now this one honors me. Honors me. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's what we are supposed to do. We have to move from talking to acting. Yeah. Are you here? You don't like what I'm saying, eh? Yeah. Anna God. Number two. Anna Jesus Christ. Honoring Jesus Christ will honoring Jesus Christ will do will give life to your relationship with Jesus Christ. Yeah. There will be life in your relationship. Hallelujah. Yeah, some relationships don't have life. Me, I have some relationship. There's no life in that relationship. I know. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's no life. Yeah. Anything that does not have life, it doesn't benefit. It doesn't benefit. Anything that does not have life. Yeah. That's what, yesterday, three days ago, I went to bury my auntie. We love her. Yeah. Because of her, I attended school free. Yeah. Attended a professional school free. I didn't pay because of her. <laughs> we love her. We didn't want her to die. She died. Yeah. But much as we love her, we couldn't keep her. 
we, we had to go and put her somewhere. Yeah. So yesterday, but we, three days ago, we went to bury her in a cemetery there. <laughs> Do you get it? Because she doesn't have life now. There's no, there's no use or benefit in keeping her. You don't keep her. <laughs> Even though we love her. Anything that does not have life doesn't benefit. You get it? A, dead, a, 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 a stream or a body of water is, is described as dead when it doesn't flow. It doesn't flow. It doesn't have life. And therefore, it doesn't carry benefits. That is why it only breeds mosquitoes. Yeah. If it flows, it, if it has life, it becomes a means of transport. Yeah. That's why they can put, the sea has life. That's why they can put, they can put a ship on the sea from America and it will get to Ghana. It flows. Hallelujah. So when there is life in your relationship, it brings benefits. So if your relationship with Jesus has life, you will see the many benefits that that relationship brings to you. Hallelujah. But if there's no life in that relationship, then there will be no benefits. The benefits that you could derive from it will not be there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. It's not everybody who had the relationship I had with my auntie. It's not everybody who had it. So it was not everybody who benefited from what I benefited from. I attended school free of charge. But everybody else who came, they paid. And I had that free education because of the relationship I had with her. <laughs> relationship. Do you understand? Relationship. The relationship was alive. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yeah. So how do you, how do you, how do you bring life into your relationship with Jesus Christ? You do that by honoring Jesus Christ. By honoring Jesus Christ. Pastor, how do we honor Jesus Christ? Don't worry, that is why I'm preaching. I'm going to show you. How can you honor Jesus Christ? How can you honor Jesus Christ? To bring life into your relationship with Jesus Christ. How can you honor Jesus Christ? Are you here? Point number one. If you honor Jesus Christ... Or, let me say it this way. If you honor a man who is sent by Jesus Christ. Did you hear that? If you honor a man who is sent by Jesus Christ, you are honoring Jesus Christ. If you despise any man who is sent by Jesus Christ, you are despising Jesus Christ. If you persecute any man who is sent by Jesus Christ, anybody who carries the name of God, 
you are you are persecuting jesus christ are you here yeah you you, you sound like you don't believe what i'm saying don't worry Luke chapter 10 verse 16 let, let me show you Luke 10 verse i'm showing you how to honor jesus christ how to honor jesus christ he's one of the people you must honor how do you honor jesus christ look at it it's a he that heareth you heareth me and he that despiseth you despiseth me and he that despiseth me despiseth him that sent me <laughs> hallelujah yesterday i called somebody and i told the person that when you come into this church he was one of the people who work with me i said when you come into this church don't behave as if because you walk with me you can just do anything you like people have been given what they are supposed to do in the church so respect them don't look down on them don't walk over them when you do that you are disrespecting me who put them there yeah. you think that you are whatever you are you are disrespecting me <laughs> because nobody does what they want to do with their own power here no 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 there's somebody there's somebody who's responsible for making sure that the place is clean there's somebody who is responsible for making sure that the chairs are arranged i give the orders and they carry it out so when you walk into the church and decide to be packing chairs i mean you want to clear hey i mean because you are with the bishop so you can come and rearrange the church you can no you are disrespecting the bishop because the bishop has given an instruction to somebody to arrange the chairs in a certain way yeah. so i called and i said today must be your last time it must be your last time go and apologize to the person and when you come to the church respect what the person does yeah. because you are actually disrespecting me if you are disrespecting him so jesus is saying that he that despiseth me eh? you say oh as for god yeah i honor god i love god but i despise the person he sent and he says that he that despiseth me eh? despiseth him that sent me uh, please do you understand what i'm saying am i making sense am i making sense yeah yeah all these little girls sitting here whatever you see that they are they are doing nobody here does anything with their power yes if i say she's not singing she can't sing yeah. i must call her to sing if i don't dr henry cannot say that okay hey, hey, hey come and sing he cannot say that yeah he's a medical doctor he's a lecturer but he can't say that here <laughs> when i have not said that she should sing yeah when i says that you to come and sing he can 
come. They have to sit down and be, keep quiet. <laughs> huh? Yes. So when they are doing something, know that. Don't talk by heart. Know that somebody has put them there. And therefore, when you disregard, you look down on them, despise them, disrespect them, what you are doing is that you are disrespecting whoever puts them there. Are you understanding me? Or what I'm saying is not clearer. Huh? Yeah. That's what you are supposed to do. So you, you honor Jesus Christ by honoring his people. Honor them. Whatever to do to whatever you do to this, the least of these brethren of mine, you do it to me. Are you understanding that? Yeah, yeah. Is it this the reason why if you respect Bishop Ducky Ward Mills, you would you would honor me? Oh, yeah. I I am not here by my power. I knew about Tesh. I never dreamt that one day I'll come here and come and preach. Come and pastor. Yeah. I was there and I received a call. Come now. We are moving you to Teshi. <laughs> I say, yes, sir. Masa. Yeah. Anywhere he sends me, I go. Yeah. Anywhere. He can call me tomorrow and say that, Charlie, I'm moving you from Teshi to a year. But I'm moving you to what? Jessica or moving you to what? somewhere I'm moving you there I'm gone so if you respect the person who sent then you would respect the one who has been sent hallelujah yeah somebody sends his driver to you Go and deliver this. And because you feel that the person is a driver. He's a driver. So you handle the person anyhow. If it's the main person who sent the driver, you would have treated the person nicely. But because in your mind, this is just a driver. You say, what you don't know is that the way you are handling the driver, you are, it is actually disrespect to the person who sent the driver. Hallelujah. So the way you treat Jesus' people. Be careful. Do you get it? Matthew chapter 25 verse 40. Look at it. Matthew chapter 25 verse 40. Matthew chapter 25 verse number 40. Are you here? Do you get it? Don't, don't rely on them. Look into your Bible. If they are delayed, look into your Bible. Matthew 25, verse 40. What does it say? It says, Okay. So that's, that's the second one. Okay. That's, that's number two. So number two says that if you honor Christians, you are honoring Jesus. Whatever you do to the least of the brethren, you are doing it to Jesus himself. If you honor Christians, you honor anybody who, who, has, 
who has who carries God's name. <laughs> you are honoring Jesus. Look at what it says. And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as you have done it unto one of the least of my brethren, you have done it unto me. Are you here? Yeah. If you think I'm lying, when you see Paul, you do you know Paul? You know Paul? He wrote half of the New Testament. When you see him, you can ask him. When he was persecuting the church, he was tormenting believers. One day, he had gone for a letter on his way to Damascus to go and carry out his diabolical agenda. On, on his way, he thought he was, he was dealing with human beings. Human beings who don't believe in what he believed in. A Pharisee. A far to see. Man. Mm. They don't believe him. So he was persecuting them. He was torturing them. Then on his way to Damascus to go and feather his course. A light from above came on him. And he fell on the ground. And then a voice came. It says, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? Ah, is he persecuting you? Who are you? He said, I am Jesus. You are persecuting me. <laughs> but you know why Jesus said that? Because he was persecuting the believers. Those who believe in Jesus Christ, they believe in the, in the gospel. And Paul didn't believe in the gospel. And was torturing them. And Jesus appeared to him. Why are you persecuting me? Why are you torturing me? When he was torturing believers, Jesus was saying that you are torturing me. And he said that, listen, it is very hard to kick against the bricks. Very hard. Jesus reacted. <laughs> so anytime, anytime you honor Christians, you are honoring Jesus. I think if you have been to class three before, you should understand my message. Yeah. Yeah. So don't mishandle Christians. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I hear I should quickly finish. I have five minutes. The next one is to honor Jews. 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 Israel. Yesterday I met an Israeli. I met an Israeli in my wife's office. Yeah. Israeli. He's half half his half came from, uh, comes from La Côte d'Ivoire. And the half comes from Israel. But he says that, no. He said, my wife shouldn't introduce him as half Ivorian. And he said, I am an Israeli. No, no, no. 
you can say that okay this person comes from but this guy is it referred to me as an israeli israeli i'm an israeli yeah israeli and jesus christ jesus christ was a jew yeah was a jew so when you honor his brethren you are honoring him yeah yeah so anytime you see a jewish person a jew eh? treat them well honor them well pray for them pray for israel do that yeah do that you got it when you do that when you honor them you are honoring jesus christ because he's one of their they are his brethren hallelujah are you here acts chapter 9 from verse 3 quickly my time is running out because i want to do the last one before i close the holy spirit hallelujah acts chapter chapter 9 from verse 3 it says that and as he journeyed okay as he journeyed he came near damascus this is paul and suddenly there shined around him a light from heaven and he fell on the earth and heard a voice saying unto him saw saw why persecutest thou me and he answered who art thou lord and he said i am jesus whom thou persecutest it is hard for thee to kick against the bricks the bricks very hard you get it jesus christ was saying that what you are doing to the people i am the one you are doing it to so be careful so how do you honor jesus you honor jesus by honoring his people honor believers honor believers honor jews pray for israel don't talk against israel <laughs> don't hallelujah are you here okay so the last one before i close okay and continue next week is to honor the holy spirit when you honor the holy spirit you give life to your relationship with the holy spirit hallelujah honor is important the bible says that everybody must give honor to whom honor is due it is your responsibility to find out who deserves my honor and i'm 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 helping you here today by showing you who deserves your honor and i said the first one is who the first one is who huh? our heavenly father is that not it the second one is who the second one is who jesus christ the third one is the holy spirit the holy spirit the spirit of god deserves your honor wow hebrews chapter 10 verse 29 hebrews 10 29 quickly you can give me message bible wow message bible listen to what it says it says that what do you think will happen if you turn on god's son spit on the sacrifice that made you whole and insult this most gracious spirit 
<laughs> okay, maybe give me give me King James. Look at King James. Look at King James. See if you get it. It says that. It said, of how much sorrow punishment suppose ye that he should be thought worthy who has trodden underfoot the Son of God and has counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified and holy thing and has done despite unto the spirit of grace. Give me amplified. Amplified. What does the Amplified say? Amplified version. It says that, listen up. Are you listening? I'm talking about the honoring the Holy Spirit here. Honoring the Holy Spirit. Look at what it says. It says that, how much worse, how much worse, stenna and heavier punishment do you suppose he will be judged to deserve eh, who has spun and thus trampled underfoot the son of God who has considered the covenant blood by which he was consecrated common and unhallowed thus profaning it and insulting and outraging the Holy Spirit who imparts grace the unmerited favor and blessing of God. So what he's saying is that anyone who disrespects, disregards the Holy Spirit, he's talking about, first of all, even the Son of God. Then he came to the Holy Spirit. He said the person is deserving of sore punishment, severe punishment. Severe punishment. Did you, did you hear that? Severe punishment. Wow. How do you honor the Holy Spirit? You honor the Holy Spirit by honoring anyone who carries the Spirit of God. One of the people who did this to perfection was David. David. Wow. I was impressed with David. Psalm 105 verse 15. It says that. Psalm 105 verse 15. It says, touch not. Say, touch not my anointed. The anointing is the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that how God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power what God anoints people with is the Holy Spirit so anybody who carries the Spirit of God don't touch the person when you honor the person you are honoring the Holy Spirit so David said touch not the anointed touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm David was a murderer. He was an, an adulterer. Do you know why? Because he organized for Uriah to be killed. 
and then he slept with his wife yeah but you see this this guy david in spite of this this guy david became the you see he became the apple of god's eye he became a man after god's own heart how did he happen how can that be possible a murderer an adulterer how can such a person be a man after god's own heart because he david learned to honor the spirit of god he honored the holy ghost he honored the anointing he honored it so god valued his honoring of the anointing he regarded that more than the sins that he even committed yeah. how did he honor it how did david do it david was chased by saul chased by saul because one day he went to fight in a battle when he was 17 years old he fought with goliath and he killed goliath when he was returning home the women started singing david has killed his ten thousands and saul has killed his thousands yeah. you have to be careful about the what people say You have to be careful. Did David kill 10,000? Did David kill 10,000? I'm asking you. Did David kill 10,000? Was it not one person? Yes. So why are they thinking that David has killed his 10,000? Their people created the fight for David. Yeah. They created the fight. You have to be very careful about what you say about the people you like. Yeah. David has killed his 10,000. Saul has killed his 1,000. David has... Then Saul heard it. He said, hey. So you people, uh, is this guy now coming to take my place? Let me eliminate him before this thing happens. This is what started the battle. This is what it started. The women. The women. The women. One day, one day somebody saw a woman and said, Hey, say, this is the weapon of man's destruction. <laughs> it is the weapon of man's destruction. Hey, <laughs> I thought they have weapon of mass destruction, but no, as I hear, when they say, No, they are weapons of man's destruction Saul got angry and decided to fight David fight David look amazing things happen Amaz I want you to see it yourself from the Bible yeah I want to see yourself first Samuel 24 verse 6 give me that one quickly first Samuel 24 verse 6 First Samuel 24, verse 6. Wow. Seven times David refused to touch the anointed. Seven times. Are you listening? I said seven times. Seven times. David refused. Anybody who carries the spirit of God. No, 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 no. I won't touch. 
it doesn't matter the sins of the person i will not touch the person i won't i won't yeah it doesn't matter what the person has done it doesn't matter how obvious his mistakes are <laughs> it doesn't matter how obvious his sins are me david i will not touch that person and he said unto his men the lord forbid that i should do this unto my master the lord's anointed to stretch forth my hand against him seeing that he's the he's the anointed of the lord saul saul who was following him to kill him and david met him face to face one day saul heard that david had he had he had run away to to a certain mountain and saw gathered 300 soldiers 300 soldiers let's go and fish this guy out and finish him nonsense you have killed ten thousand you have killed ten nonsense is it not goliath you killed yeah when they were singing to you didn't say that they should keep quiet yeah and then your head was swollen your head was swollen so said, we will see where your head will be let's go for him then they went they went when they went to the mountain at a point they got tired and they slept and david heard that saul had come to that mountain to look for him so he asked his men who would go with me we want to go to the camp of Saul. who will go with me then abishai said that i will go with you he said let's go when they went saul was asleep all his soldiers guarding him were asleep hey that's why you should be careful oh your confidence is in the security jack you are a dead man i'm telling you yeah all of them everyone they were all asleep and saul had put his the spear down and his water bottle by him and he was asleep and abner abner his warrior was asleep and all the soldiers around him they were all asleep and and david and abishai they walked in here was Saul. when abishai saw he said did the son of the cross today be today he said david just give me the instruction this guy lying here i will strike him only once and i will not strike him the second time only once he'll be gone i'll strike you with my spear once yeah <laughs> then david said no no he said no one touches the anointed of god and becomes guiltless no one no matter his sins don't touch him did you hear that don't touch him don't touch him don't touch him yesterday as they were sometimes three days ago as they were telling me that oh this this minister this minister he killed his wife i said are you there are you there i said you are talking as if you don't have problems in your life you are you perfect when we enter your wardrobe do you know what we see there yeah 
It's only hypocrites who overlook what the wrongs they have done and they concentrate on the wrong others have done. Yeah. Yeah. I say, whoever is going around peddling this news, you go into the person's wardrobe. You'll be amazed. You'll be amazed. The dead man's bones there, you'll be shocked. Yes, they have the confidence to overlook what they have done and start spreading bad news not of anybody but of somebody who carries the spirit of God carries the anointing of God yeah I said that I told the person who told me if you tell me who told you wherever the person I will go and confront the person and you'll be shocked what I'll do to the person yeah do you know why I'll do that the, the only reason why I'll do that is that the person they are talking about carries an anointing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He became a pastor before me. When I was appointed a pastor, I went to him to tell him. And he prayed for me. Yeah. I said, nonsense. Total nonsense. Yeah. You are not his judge. You are not the one who called him. If he has done a mistake, let his God judge him. Let his God judge him. Shut up! Shut your mouth. Yes. The person who was telling me was an elderly person, but I, I'm sorry. I, I faced the person. Yeah. I said, don't, don't do that. Don't. Because you were sitting in my. You cannot do that when you are sitting in my car. No. No, no, no. Don't talk about another minister negatively in my car. No. I'll drop you here. You'll be shocked. No. David said to Abishai, never. Abishai said, give me the chance. I will strike this man lying here. I will strike him once. He will never wake up from this sleep. Once. And David said, no, 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 no. No. Nobody touches the anointed without guilt. You cannot be guiltless. Yeah. Because Saul was anointed. Do you remember? In 1 Samuel. From chapter 10. He was anointed. Samuel took a horn of oil. And anointed him. As the first king of Israel. When his father's asses got lost. It was an arrangement of God. For him. For Saul to meet Samuel. Because when, when Samuel came, when Saul came, God told Samuel, this is the one I spoke to you about yesterday. <laughs> God spoke to Samuel about Saul. Specifically. And he said, anoint this man. You remember? He was anointed and Saul became another man. Somebody who was not a prophet. When he met the prophet, he started prophesying. And he became an adage. He saw also one of the prophets. Yeah. He was anointed. Yeah. He had backslidden, but Charlie, the guy was anointed. He was anointed. Yeah. He was anointed. Some people disputed the grace of God upon his life. Until some people came to disturb the people of God. <laughs> Then he rose up and he brought up a strategy. 
and he slaughtered the people, the Philistines, slaughtered them. After that, those who were doubting his grace, somebody said, we should bring all of them and line them up and finish them. Because even though God has anointed you, they, they, they disrespected, they didn't bring you gifts. <laughs> yeah. And so I said, we are not interested in that. We are not interested in killing people. Yeah. That was so. So. Yeah. Changed. Now began to pursue David to finish him. And David said that, this one, my hand will not touch him. He said he may die in a battle or God will kill him by himself or something. A time will come that he will die. But me, I will not be responsible for his death. Never. This is how you honor the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. So somebody like Bishop Ducky Ward Mills who carries undeniable anointing. He's the reason why you are sitting here today. No, not me. He's the reason why you are sitting here today. Yeah. And this, in over nearly 4,000 churches in the world today, have gathered. In over 74 countries, 94 countries. Today. Yeah. Started a church with five people. Look at what it has become. Somebody who carries such an undeniable grace anointing. You honor the Holy Spirit by honoring the grace upon his life. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. You cannot be guiltless when you touch this man. Mm, negatively. So I choose to honor him. <laughs> that is my choice. I don't care what you think. Oh. It, is, it is my choice. Deliberate. Conscious choice. Yeah. To honor him. You can call me any name you want. It's none of my business. I'll honor him. And when I honor him, because of the anointing he carries, I have honored the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I thought somebody would put your hands together for Jesus. I know by this time my time is up. Dr. Henry is looking at me. It means that my time is up. Okay. Now verse 10 of 24, the first Samuel 24, verse 10. We read verse 6. Verse 10 says that, Behold, this day thine, eye, thine eyes have seen how that the Lord has delivered thee. He was talking to Saul. Let, let, let me tell you, maybe let me tell you the story so that because of time. Okay, when, when he went and he saw the spear and the, the spear and the, and the water bottle, he took it. He took the spear, he took the water bottle, okay, and went to the opposite hill. They, they had hills. So you see, there's a hill, then there's a, a deep valley, then there's another hill, then there's a deep valley. So when he took it, he went to stand on top of the opposite hill. And he screamed, Abner! Abner! 
Samuel said, Who is this who is disturbing the king? And they said that you have you have not done well. You haven't done well. You are supposed to be protecting the king. How come that somebody has come from my camp and he has come for the spear of the king and the water bottle? <laughs> How come? You and your army, your soldier, you are asleep. They say, you didn't do well. <laughs> you didn't do well. They, they were shaking like that. Shaking like that. Then, then saw so heard the voice of David. He said, is that the voice of David, my son? He said, he said, yes, it is. It is. Then he said this. Behold, this day, thine eyes have seen how the Lord had delivered thee today into my hands in the cave. And some bade me to kill thee, but my eyes spared thee. And I said, I will not put forth my hand against my Lord, for he is the Lord's anointed. I will not. I will not. I will not. <laughs> He's the Lord's anointed. I would I would dare not do this. Then first Samuel 26, verse 9. He said, David said to Abishai, destroy him not. For who can stretch forth his hand against the Lord's anointed and be guiltless? Who can do that? Don't touch him. That's when he asked him that, look, give me the chance. You just give me permission. I'll strike this man once. I, look, I promise you once, eh, he will join his forefathers. Once. And David said, destroy him not. Destroy him not. Because nobody can stretch his hand against the Lord's anointed and be guiltless. No. Don't do that. Don't talk against them. Don't insult them. Don't think that you are doing that in your house. Nobody can hear you. God can hear you. And you will not be, you will not be guiltless. You will be punished. You will be punished. Because when you do that, you have dishonored the Holy Ghost. And if you dishonor the Holy Ghost, you deserve sore punishment. Severe punishment. Yeah. God is concerned about those who honor him and those who don't honor him. Yeah. 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 He doesn't, he doesn't look, he doesn't overlook it. He doesn't overlook it. Are you here? Can you understand what I'm saying? Or you don't like what I'm saying? Don't worry. You don't need to like it. You must hear it. Verse, verse 11. Look at what happened. Verse 11. 26 verse 11. It says that, The Lord forbid that I should stretch forth my hand against the Lord's anointed. But I pray thee, take down now the spear that is at his bolster and cruise of water and let us go. That was when they went there to take the thing. They said, don't touch him. I won't touch him. Just take the spear and let us go. Yeah. And they go. Just to show him that, just to show so that we had the chance to finish you. But your, your salvation is the anointing you carry. I fear the anointing. I fear the anointing. So I won't touch you. I won't touch you. Don't touch the Lord's anointed. 
Don't touch the Lord's anointed. You dishonor the Holy Spirit by touching the Lord's anointed. Don't speak against the Lord's anointed. Yes. Don't do that. You got it? And then the last one, oh, verse 16, it says that this thing is not good. He was talking to Abner. He said, this thing is not good that thou, thou hast done. As the Lord liveth, you are worthy to die because you have not kept your master, the Lord's anointed. And now see the king's spear and the cruise of water that was at his bolster. We have it now. You see, you are supposed to be the protector of the king. And you were asleep. You haven't done well. You haven't done well. He was rebuking Abner. Then verse what? Verse 23. He said, The Lord rendered to every man his righteousness and his faithfulness. For the Lord delivered thee into my hand today. But I will not stretch forth my hand against the Lord's anointed. Wow. So when David died, look at what was said of him. Look at what he said. Second Samuel 23, 1. This is what was said of him. He said, now these be the last words of David, the son of Jesse, the man who was raised up on high, the anointed of the Lord, of the God of Jacob, and the sweet psalmist of Israel. This, no, no, nobody even talked about his sins. He was greatly honored because he honored the Holy Spirit. How? He honored the Holy Spirit by honoring, respecting the anointed, the one who carries the Holy Spirit. So I told you, the Bible says that there are people give honor to whom honor is due. Okay, so you have to know who, who is due of honor. The first one is who? The first one is who? I can't hear you. The first one is who? Our Heavenly Father. Say our Heavenly Father. I didn't hear you. Say our Heavenly Father. The second one is who? The second one is who? Jesus Christ. Okay. The third one is who? The third one is who? The Holy Spirit. So today you have learned how to honor God how to honor Jesus Christ. How to honor the Holy Spirit. Is that not it? We'll continue next week to know the other, other people who are deserving of honor. Because we are supposed to give honor to anybody who deserves to be honored. This is how, this is how your life becomes blessed. Because remember, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Blessed is the one. That walketh not in the counsel of the godly, standeth in the way of sinners, seated in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. His delight is in the law of the Lord. And, and what? And what? And in his law, what? And in his law? Oh, are you here? What and in his law, what he meditates day and night. The next verse, verse 3 and shall be what like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring 
bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf shall not what? Shall not what? Say wither. His leaf shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Shall prosper. Hallelujah. So as you walk in this word, you see, you are working your prosperity. As you walk in the word of honor, you are, you are working your prosperity. May God help you. Put your hands together. Stand to your feet. Our time is up. Jesus. Jesus, oh yeah, Jesus. Bonting in era, Jesus. Tetramanina. Because you're a tempeja for Jesus, and pie bottle for Jesus. Me free my cool memory. Me Lift up your hands, let's sing it together. Come on, sing it. Don't bury my Jesus up a time team Hey, Hey, 
Father, we thank you and bless you this morning. Thank you for your beautiful words. Help us to honor, Father. Help us to honor. You have said that anyone who honors you, you would honor. You look out for people who honor. You also fish out for people who dishonor to punish. Father, help us to walk in your ways. Help us to walk in your ways. Not in the ways of a man. Not in the opinions of men. But Father, your ways, Father, help us. What is pleasing to you? Let it be our delight. In the name of Jesus. We thank you this morning for your word. And as every head is bowed and every eye closed, you are here this morning. Maybe somebody invited you. Or you came on your own. But deep down in your heart, you know you are not born again. Jesus died for you. He shed his blood on the cross for you. To wash away your sins. Because the soul that sins must die. But Jesus has saved you. By dying on the cross. If only you will accept him today. If only you will accept him. Your sins will be wiped out. And your place in heaven will be booked. You want to say that pastor. I want to surrender my life. To Jesus. This beautiful morning. If you are here. I want to pray with you. If you want me to pray with you. I want you to lift up your right hand above your head. Your right hand above your head. I want to pray with you. You want to make Jesus your Lord and Savior. I can see your hand. I can see your hand. Please. You want Jesus to be your Savior. He died for you. You must not die and go to hell. He has died for you. He has paid that price for you. You mustn't die. That is the good news. No matter your sins, those sins can be washed away by the precious blood that was shed on the cross of Calvary. You are here. You want your sins to be wiped off. You want, you want to make it to heaven. Lift up your right hand above your head. I'm going to pray with you. I can see your hand. If you have lifted up your hand, please come to me. Come, I want to pray with you here. Come. You lifted up your hand. Come. I want to pray with you here. Jesus. You lifted up your hand. Come to me all the way. God bless you. Jesus is calling you. Jesus is calling you. Come to Jesus. 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 God bless you. Come to Jesus. Jesus is calling. Jesus is calling. Give your today. Thank you. Please, those of you standing in front, can you lift up your two hands? Lift up your two hands. It's a sign of surrender. I want you to say this prayer after me. And I want everybody to join us in this prayer. Everybody in the building, join us in this prayer. Say, Heavenly Father, let me hear your voice. Say, Heavenly Father, I come to you this morning just as I am. I believe 
with all my heart that Jesus died for my sins that Jesus shed his blood to wash away all my sins this morning I surrender my life to Jesus this morning I receive Jesus as my Lord my Savior my Redeemer say from today from today I confess say I confess I belong to Jesus from today I belong to God say father please write my name in the book of life please write my name my name is mention your name write this name in the book of life so that one day when this book is open my name will be found in it say satan satan from today from today i will never serve you again from today you are no longer my master because jesus has set me free and from today i'm free from you indeed thank you father for saving me in jesus name amen